Welcome to Shots Fired with Jack Lee and Christy Donnelly, where we dive into all things photography, business and life as full-time wedding, commercial and fashion photographers. We want to share our tips, tricks and all of our mistakes, so hopefully you don't have to make them too. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Shots Fired. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I can't stop doing that. <laughs> So, welcome to our podcast. I'm Christy. And I'm Jack. Is it Jack or Jack Lee? Uh, well, Lee is my surname. Is it actually? Yeah. Did you not know that? No. <laughs> I was like, first name it's, last name no. Jack, middle name Jack, yeah. last name Lee. My name is Jacqueline Lee. Jacqueline Lee. Jack for sure. Christy's just my whole name. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was something else I could give you guys. That's just Christy. Mm, sorry. <laughs> Um, so I do photo. I do a bit of video too, but I prefer photo. Um, I have social media management services. Um, I'm a partner in Volando Tequila. Cool. I like make that. puzzles. <laughs> Peace Society. I sell prints. And I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, mine's quite short and simple. My name's Christy and I don't do all of that. <laughs> I'm a photographer and I do a little bit of video as well, but I don't have all the other things that Jack's got going on, unfortunately, that doesn't but she's a busy girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mainly just photography and a little bit of videography, which I'm getting into more. And amazing film photos too. Oh yeah, I do love film. I love film. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me in my work life. Do you want to um, take us back to back in the day before Christy had a camera? Oh, before Christy had a camera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the story. Tell you the story. So I bought my first camera, I think, when I was 16. But before that, I did digital art in school, represent. Um, and our school had, like, Nikon cameras. So I, I was very fortunate I could actually play around with a DSLR. Um, but before that, I was always stealing mum and dad's iPhone and like mm. doing photo shoots with my what dog. What iPhone was this? Oh, it was probably like an iPhone 5 or something. Yeah. It was so old. Or even my iPod Touch before then. Like I remember being like 10 years old and making my friends model for me on my iPod Touch. Ah. Like I would love to go to find the photos. It's so funny. But everything that we did like in a family, like, on a on a trip and I'd somehow like, all right, can I use my um my mum's phone? I'm going to do a photo shoot with my dog and I'd find like a flower to put in it. Like yeah. I was always trying to do photos. So I like, I knew I loved it and it wasn't till, even on photo booth on your laptop, I would like mm-hmm. get dressed up, make my friends get all these different outfits and would do like photo shoots on photo booth. Cute. Like it was just like my biggest passion even from a kid. It was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when I was 16, I bought my first camera and it was a Canon 770. And it um, took me like over a year to pay it off. And then I started booking shoots with that, with the kit lens. It was like $1,400 and I had my kit lens mm-hmm. and it was... What kind of shoots were they? Um, I fell into model like um, photography, like portfolios and stuff like that. So pretty much my background before that, I was a model and actor from like amazing yeah so my mum put me like the whole family in it that was like her passion so she's like I want all my family to be doing like ads and stuff so Mm. I did like so many commercials as a child like what so many like (laughs) I did like Riviera Boat so we like would hang on the yacht for a couple days I'd do like Kmart, Suncorp like 
so many. The craziest one I think was like I was like in my prime time. I reckon when I was eight years old, I was getting oh my like gosh. three like commercial. This is great. <laughs> I remember I got home from school one day. Mum's like, "Okay, we've got Hannah's Shoes, which is like a New Zealand um, shoe company." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, we've got H2O <laughs> or the Mako or something." It was like another mermaid show that was coming out. Yeah. Um, and I had like options. It was so weird. I was like a busy girl at eight years old, you know, wow. in my prime time. Um, but I remember I did Hannah's shoes and I had to go to like a special effects place. They made me like some monster feet mm. and like I had to get braces put on just for the shoot. Um, it was just like intense and I was yeah, wow. yeah, pretty young, but it was really fun. Like as a family would go and do like commercial, um, what do you call it? Like castings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of fun, but it got to an age where I think I got to about 13 and I I looked a lot older than most people because I'm quite tall. Like, I'm mm. six foot tall, so I naturally looked, like, ten years older than what I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at 13, people were like, all right, you're now an adult. But I'm like, I'm a child. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I fell into the adult demographic. So, my agent would – it was – it got pretty, like, I don't know um, – confronting at that age because mm-hmm. it was like okay you're 13 now you look like an adult so we're going to put you like 18 above um and I remember one day I was in the agency and I was already a size like six to eight like I was mm-hmm. very slender like tall but because I looked older I had to uh, I guess fit that sort of category so she was like okay well why don't you try doing a a diet for 10 days where you just <gasps> drink water and no. with, um, I think it was honey or something like that inside of it. So you have the sugar that's keeping you awake. And I was like, I'm 13 <gasps> years old. And that I is like, terrible. I am a small, like I had a small frame. Like I've always had like hips and stuff, but I was like, I wasn't fat at all. Like mm-hmm. I was like size six to eight. And she's like, yeah, drink water for 10 days. Um, yeah. And so from then I was like, I went out and had the hot dog. I was like, fuck you guys. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So Holy. I pretty much told mum, like, I'm not doing this anymore because it was like kind of mum's dream that we would yeah. become this like model because she always wanted to be a big supermodel and she still does modeling, like power to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, from then on, I kind of just switched to the camera like side of things, like the photography side of things. So because I grew up around modeling and acting, I think I kind of just naturally did that myself. Yeah. Because I, I knew that side of things. Oh, so. so interesting. Yeah. So I switched to the other side and now I'm so awkward in front of a camera. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I used to do it. But yeah, now I've gotten older, I'm like so comfortable um, behind the camera, not in front of it. So it is very nice switched. being behind the camera. Yeah. yeah. You can dress however you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's very comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm just pretty much doing mainly brand shoots, mm-hmm. um, model portfolios. I do a lot of like just random stuff as well. Yeah. Like if, you know, someone wants a family shoot or just, you know, whatever I get booked for, like I can definitely do. So I've got a very like vast portfolio. Yeah. Um, but I guess like what I promote and my niche that I like to try and attract is to stay in that co- uh, sort of like branding, um, sorry, brands like the brands and models yeah. and like campaigns and stuff like that yeah um, it's very fun yeah but there's definitely other avenues I'd like to go into like my absolute dream would be to be like a journalist and going to like really cool like like mm. some hectic war zones and showing that people really that's my dream but it's that's very different to what you do now completely different because it's something that's like quite dangerous yeah yeah I can tell a story another time but there was yeah I had some like opportunities that almost happened until COVID and everything wow. so yeah, I can dive into that another time, but that would be awesome. How interesting. One day. I yeah. think when I'm a bit older, maybe, I think I'm not ready to, like, put my life on the line just yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely one day I would love to do that, for sure. I would love to see that. 
Mm. Oh, it'd be awesome. I remember yeah. I was like, I'm going to go to Africa and like do all these photos. And people are like, right, you need to dye your hair brown and you need people with guns around you. Yeah. And like, it was like really hectic. And yeah, I almost went to um, Sudan and then mm. I had like this contract and everything, but it, um, yeah, fell through because it was like the hectic war going in over. Yeah. So it was that too dangerous to go at the time. So, wow. Yeah. And then since then, I just, I don't know, haven't done much, but. One day. Yeah. One day. Put my life on the line. Yep. Yeah. A little camera. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. But what about you? Um, so favorite? I, honestly, I don't have that many memories from when, like, I first started. I got my first camera when I graduated high school and that was, like, my Christmas mm. present. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I paid for half of it. The other half was, like, a graduation Christmas that present. That was the same as with my parents. Yeah. They gave me a couple hundred towards my camera. And yeah. I was like, yay! It's a good way to do it because <laughs> then, like, boost. you're yeah. also invested in it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it was a Nikon, but I could not tell you what type mm. it was. Um, and couldn't even tell you what lens it was. Just shot mm. in auto. Like, yeah. I found it fun. Yeah. Um, and then, so I went to college in the U.S. Um, and played for a tennis team. So I would just take some photos of the team just for fun. Um, And I actually had like a pretty, again, a story for another time, but (laughs) I had a pretty um, traumatic experience in general in the States. Like Mm. 18, you're moving to a new country. um, You don't know anyone. And basically the coach um, that recruited me got fired before I went in. And then the new coach was like, I wouldn't have recruited you I don't think you're good enough tennis player I don't think you're smart enough to be here here's a list mm. of your you know colleges you could transfer to I think you should do that that's so scary and I was just like mm, no mm. like I want to stay that's so you like <laughs> actually no <laughs> actually no <laughs> um so in order to stay like he made me sign this agreement of all of these things that I had to do mm. um because legally you can't just kick someone off the team um so then stupid me like signed it didn't have to signed Mm. it um and one of the things was like I had to make because I'd done this before just for fun Mm. um made like a video and in the contract was like you have to make these videos for the team because the boosters and everyone loved it Mm, okay so I was like whatever I find it fun anyway Mm. um so I I did that um and I was finding it really fun so I was like oh maybe I can do this for some other teams Mm. um so I started doing it for the basketball team because I was like I mean tennis is great but um, college tennis you can't be like on the court taking a photo as like mm. a team member mm. um, but basketball because I'm not like affiliated with the team I could be you know a representative of the college and be courtside taking photos okay. um, so I did that a few times and I like really loved really loved it and then it wasn't until I came back from I graduated came back home to the Sunshine Coast and started doing a little bit of like food stuff just at the I was just waitressing at a restaurant and did did some food photos for them basically um and then one day I put my camera in my locker there at the restaurant because I was switching over from like taking photos to actually working on the floor and then when I came back I forgot I'd put it in there and opened up the logger, locker mm. and it just fell right on the floor like I didn't have it in a bag or anything yeah and it broke <laughs> Oh, dreams crushed. Yeah, so then I was like, well, time for an upgrade. Yeah, that's in disguise. So, yeah, so I got the Sony A7R Mark III then. Um, and pretty much straight after that, I went to Bali mm. just with some friends um, for fun. So I got like a bunch of travel content, cool. you know, the beaches, yeah. the heart, the fucking volcano hike that everyone mm. does, all of that. Um, 
and I found it really fun and from it mm. just totally snowballed from there um so I went to Europe traveling basically nine months solo but up until this point I'm I'm still shooting in auto yeah jpeg yeah you know all the I things I did that for years and I was oh I had shoots. no idea like, people, like I had no idea mm. until I think one brand was like hey we need the rules I was like oh, oh shit God. I don't have any yeah. rules <laughs> so yeah so I just forced myself um I remember I was in Barcelona and I had a day um alone just walking around and I was like right this is the day I'm just gonna put it in manual and like figure it the fuck out mm. um and from there on I never went into auto ever again yeah um so, and that was nine months of me traveling, mm. using the camera every day. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty intensive, really. And then mm. as we went around, like, um, I actually did a, a photography trip in Morocco with um, Nicola Easterby and, oh, I forget the other guy's name. He's a Brazilian guy, like, talented photographers. Um, she's polka dot passport. On, on oh yes no, yeah. I that, yeah yeah just like travely you yeah. know pretty content mm-hmm. um and just met a, a bunch of other people who were into photography and um yeah learned a bit more there and we would go and approach restaurants and be like hey we're a bunch of photographers we want to take some photos and we would get these exchanges and we thought it was the coolest thing to get a free meal. <laughs> like we literally thought it was epic. So I did that around Europe for a bit, just getting like free meals, kind of getting a portfolio together. That's so smart. That's um, such a good way to do it. Yeah. Cheap way to travel. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, cause I couldn't afford, like I was literally eating bakery food. Like yeah. I was just like, okay, I'll get like a, you know, two euro bun or something mm. that'll fill me up for half a day. Like mm. it was just so budget. So getting did a full... Did you just show them your camera and be like, trust me, I'm really good? Or did you show them other work? Well, we, we would email them. Oh, so you weren't just rocking up. No, no, like, no, no. Hey. Yeah, we would email them and show them our work and, yeah. you know, set up a time. Yeah. Um, but even then it would be like emailing 50 restaurants in okay, London and two would reply. Yeah. And one would be a no. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's really... Yeah, you, mm. you'll get very slim responses and yeses, but the ones that do, like, they'll help you. It'll mm. all help you. Yeah. Um, and when I was living in in Germany, um, I was doing a bit of the ATP tennis photography. Mm-hmm. Um, so I managed to get some connections in there because I used to play. Um, and while in between that, I was nannying part-time, mm-hmm. kind of like half of my time. So when I wasn't doing that, I would have time to go and travel to the tournaments. Yeah. And do a couple like, you know, portfolio type works um, in literally I would create a studio in my studio apartment in Germany mm. um, or in literally the local gym. <laughs> you know, I just put up the frame. They'd let me do it. <laughs> that's so good. Um, yeah. So that's that, that was literally the first things I started booking. And I did one wedding in Germany um, and then came back here. COVID hit and it all kind of just exploded in the last two years mm. for me. Yeah, um, girl. yeah, I mean, we can go into depth of how that happened mm. in another one, but that's yeah. generally my story. Cool. Yeah, and now we're that. here. <laughs> now here we now are. we're here doing a podcast. <laughs> I know, this is so funny how this podcast came about. Like, we've only met each other twice. Like, yeah. This is not even like we've been best friends yeah. forever. <laughs> like, when we're talking to you guys, we're literally not like we're learning about each other. Yeah, as well, which, which is, is fun. It's, it's fun. cool. I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah. okay, okay. Like, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so we met, Jack and I met, how long ago was it? Like, a couple months ago? Probably two months ago? Yeah, probably like. Well, it was a week before Morgan and Steve's wedding, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. So, so end April? of April. 
Yeah. And we're now in June. So it hasn't been very long. Math's hard. (laughs) Two months. (laughs) It's been two months. We both do like creative stuff for Apollo and Sage, um, which is like a swimwear line, which is Morgan and Steve Cook that run that. So we went to a creative day, pretty much just went to a waterfall just to hang out and take some photos of each other. And that's Mm. where we met. And then from there, I second shot for Jack for Morgan and Steve's wedding. And then randomly I get a message from Jack like, hey, want to start a podcast? I'm like, fuck yeah. (laughs) I am like love talking. I don't know if you guys, we're obviously going to learn about that. (laughs) I love to talk. I'm a girl. And I remember like being in my shower, like just doing random podcasts to like myself. Really? Yeah. I like, I've always wanted to start a podcast. Was this like the morning before I messaged you? (laughs) Honestly, probably only like a couple of days. (laughs) I'm like, I'm manifesting this. I'm talking to myself. So hard. Like, hey, guys, welcome to my podcast. Like, oh, my God. And then it just came into fruition. Jack Love messaged that. me. And we're like, and yeah, now it's. And then the next day we bought microphones. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> let's do it. And we bought microphones. And now here we are. And Amazing. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes, but it will yeah, be. It's just kind of like, we're not here to pretend like we know everything either. We're kind of. You know, we've got some shit figured out, but we're still figuring out other stuff as well. So yeah. Especially for me, I'm just like, learn with me, come on the journey, you know. I mean, me too. Mm. Like, it's all about – people always ask me, like, questions trying to avoid making the mistakes. Mm. And the mistakes are part of the learning experience. If you don't yeah. make the mistakes, you're not going to learn. Mm. So just – just do your thing. Do your thing yeah. <laughs> just fuck up a few times. Yeah, literally. So <laughs> we just want to be that podcast. If you are creative, you can just come listen to it and I guess relate and maybe learn a thing or two or yeah. Yeah. That's why we're here. Here to we'll, educate. We'll do a few deep dives into mm. like specific topics. We'll mm. interview some other creatives. Um, some days we'll just have a chit chat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, we just want to educate people and um explain our mistakes so i mean hopefully you don't have to make some of them <laughs> yeah and we're still learning too like i still make mistakes it's like a normal thing that you we do. all do we all make mistakes so learn with us <laughs> amazing well, thanks for listening guys and hopefully we'll yeah. have you listening back to our next episode yeah there'll be more <laughs> <laughs> so many more <laughs> thanks guys bye, bye. <laughs>